Good morning, everybody. It's February 10th. It's my birthday, and I wanted to do my um, birthday message for today. It's not going to take very long because I have to start my work day, and I got really big day ahead, and I got a lot of stuff I need to do, so I'm just going to do a little something today. Um, I have to start the day by saying thank you, God. Uh, for another day, another year, most definitely. And um, just looking back over the series leading up, leading up to my birthday, uh, what I learned in my 20s and 30s, deep in roots or deeper roots. Um, I'm ready for love. And uh, yesterday was uh, the least of these. I can guarantee you that is like honestly the story of my life. That's the story of my life. I can tell you that the heartache, the pain, everything that I've gone through has made me a much better person, and I'm grateful. I know a lot of people hate hearing that because who wants to just go through heartache and pain? And it's not that you want to, but it's a good thing when you learn from it and when you grow from it, when you don't let it just get you completely down and feel like you're down and out and at the back and the bottom just because of it. You understand that it was a part and it was needed, you know, for your growth. Um, And so I am very, very happy, just kind of overfilled with joy, seriously, that I was able to get through some of the toughest times to get to where I am now. And um, it's a huge difference. It's a huge difference in how I handle things. It's a huge difference in how I approach situations. And... um, it's, it's going forward. It's going to be really good because I know more of who I am and what I need in my life. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a great thing. So I wanted to share something. I didn't share it yesterday. I was, I was sharing that, you know, I make mistakes just like everybody else and I'm flesh just like anybody else. And I physically was breaking down and really wanted to be in a physical relationship with a guy And um, I was like, when is this going to happen? But then I kept saying, this is just, you know, something I'm going to have to just wait on. And, you know, I've been hearing that word, just wait. It's going to happen. Just wait, just wait, just wait. So my behind decided to side try online dating once again, which every time I upload an app, I swear I last a good probably two, three days. A week at the most, and I just can't do it. Um, I just can't. I don't know, but now, like then, I was discouraged. Like years ago, I used to be discouraged. I can say in the past 10, 15 years, I used to be discouraged because I would meet guys, but I didn't want to, have, I didn't have no interest in them. Or if the guys that you know I, I did meet that seemed like they had, well, they were just attractive because I, I ain't gonna lie, it was just surface stuff. If they were attractive, and I was like, oh, good, now finally somebody who's attractive and has a good job, um, they were only looking for sex. So I was just discouraged about the whole thing. I was like, gosh, I don't like none of these people. Like, I have nothing in common. When I went back on there, probably was a few days ago, when I tell you I ain't had no interest, <laughs> I saw a couple of guys on the surface. I thought, oh, okay. Swipe right on you, swipe right on you, swipe right on you. But a vast majority were left. And then I thought to myself, I don't like this because 
I just like getting to know people to the core. And I know this is a tool that can be used. Um, but it's just something just kept pulling at, you know, my heartstrings and telling me it's not for you. Um, this tool is not for you. Like, even though it's a pandemic, even though you're not dating, you're not out and about all the time. It's just something keeps telling me, I guarantee you, you're going to run into your husband. I guarantee you, you're going to see him somewhere. It's, it's not going to be online. It's not going to be from this swipe right. Um, because where he is in his life is where you are in your life. You're ready. And you're building. And you're working. And you're keeping yourself busy with good things to do. And he's not just trying to find somebody to lay up with. So his whole like out, you know, his whole out view, outlook, not out view, outlook on life is different. Um, the way that he moves is as far as, um, you know, in relation to um, love and, you know, moving forward in a relationship is different from somebody that's just on there looking for a right now. And um, no matter what they say, a lot of them are honestly 95 percent are looking for a right now. You very seldom will will find that 5% that, you know, and I'm going to be honest with you. Some of them honestly are looking for it right now, but they run across a forever. And that is a one in a million. (laughs) That is a one in a million. That's all I got to say. That's a one in a million. Okay. Um, Because that doesn't always happen. That doesn't always happen. I, I honestly feel that the men that run into that forever, you know, they were seeking a wife. They were seeking someone that they could share their life with. And, you know, they were on there and it just happened, just so happened, the two of them met. Um, I can honestly say that there are some that were probably seeking a right now. And just happened to stumble upon a good one, kept her in their back pocket. You know what I'm saying? Probably still communicate with her and um, decided to make a move because they really, you know, were interested in really getting to know this person. And um, it went from there. Um, I just don't feel that dating apps are 100 percent on the surface for men who have good intentions for you. I I don't. That's just something that I, I I would never feel that way. It's a hookup. A lot of women that are on there, um, majority, I feel, let me put it like this. I feel like it's a 60-40 on there. 60% of the women that are on there are on there because they're tired of being alone. And they want to, you know, have somebody to communicate with, go out with, you know, a lot have not controlled their flesh to where they're not, you know, wanting sex. They still want sex. Um, and they're okay with that. They're okay with it. That's a good 60%. A good 40% of the women um, are trying to, you know, control. It's it's a mixture of I'm trying to better control my flesh. I'm trying to make better decisions. And I'm ready for love. Or so they think. And um, a lot of those women and the 40% are honestly doing the work. I can't say the 60% is not. It's just that we're just in two totally different places. Like for me, I needed to control my flesh. For them, that may not be a a priority. I'm going to put it like that. And so 
the thing is, um, for the 60%, there are a lot of guys that love the 60% because they're willing to have sex at some point. You know, it could be early on and they may not have to date them very long. Like it may be within the first 30 days that they get to have sex with them because that's what, you know, she wanted and, and he wants the same thing. And sometimes you can build something out of that and sometimes you can't. Um, it's, it's just wherever the person's mindset is, wherever the wind blows, I honestly feel that's honest to me. It's just depends on where the two people are in their life. Um, if it was just to have sex and just to meet somebody, just to have some companionship, then that's just what it's going to be. Um, the 40%, I feel are kind of like me or there within that 40% is a little 5% of us that just don't. We just don't. We just no. It's not for us. Um, for one, we don't like being on display so much. Like I'm gonna pick you, pick you, pick you, but not you. Pick you, pick you, pick you, but not you. And so a lot of us kind of feel a little, you know, some type of way about you know being picked over, <laughs> okay? And then some of us feel a little indifferent about meeting someone online and just the text me, you know, inbox me type communication of the 21st century. Cause I'm just not with it. Okay. I'm not with it. I'm more into phone calls, um, and stuff like that. And then it's just so crazy because there are a lot of sexual predators that are now online. I mean, not that they weren't ever before just out and about walking around, but if you look at the platforms, it's a perfect place for somebody who's just looking for somebody to attack or to just have sex with. You have a lot of stories of that. And I'm saying that because I went last night to get my hair retightened. And um, the lady that does my locks was saying that her cousin was killed years ago just from that, just from, you know, being online, met somebody. And it was Christmas, like a, a day, a few days after Christmas and you know, um, she, for some reason, let this man come to her house and she has a three-year-old daughter and this man shot and stabbed her several times and slit the throat of a three-year-old and killed her. I know that sounds gruesome, but that was enough for me to say hell no to the mobile apps. (laughs) That was enough for me to be like, no, no. No, I am so done and over online dating um, that I truly believe in what has been just said to me. You know, like I truly believe that regardless of how it looks, I mean, we're in a pandemic. People aren't just out and about. And I can honestly tell you it was much easier to date in college because you're on a centralized location on campus. You're going to see somebody in class or just on the yard somewhere in a pit, the cafeteria, wherever, you know, maybe at a game on the weekend. But it is hecka hecka hard to meet somebody when you work full time, you're a mom, you know, you're in school, you got different things that you got to do during the week. Um, and it's a pandemic. I mean, I did have a better chance of seeing somebody at church, but there's only old men at my church and majority of people at my church are married. So, 
Um, I'm not changing churches just to meet a man. I'm not going to do that. I just feel like if it happens, it happens. Um, I just know that there are times when I do go out and about to just go to get groceries or, you know, get my car washed or um, different little things. And I just feel like I'm going to meet that person in between. I mean, I get gas all the time. So it could be just one of those times I'm at the gas station. You never know. But it's one of those things where I'm just not willing to put myself on display like that anymore. Why? Because what I learned in my 20s and 30s is that what I really need out of a man is just not for a right now. Okay, and I need somebody who's solid, you know, I need somebody who's solid, who's doing the work and um, wants to build. And a lot of times, guys, like I said, who are on those apps, about a good, I say, 85 percent are just not doing it. They just out there because they know that that 60 percent exists that will, you know what I'm saying? Give it up within 30 to, you know, 40 days. And then that 40 percent, they can kind of weasel them into doing what they want within the first, you know, 90 days at least. But when you deal with somebody like me that's been celibate this year, four years, a lot of guys like that are not going to want to deal with me. (laughs) They ain't going to want to deal with me because they're going to be mad because, well, why you got kids and why you not having sex? And you think, you know, you think you're going to do it and you think you're this and you think you're that. And it's like, look, I'm a child of God. Just like you're a child of God. You've made mistakes. You made bad choices. You've done things that you may not be as proud of. But the bottom line is you've been given grace. You get to get up every day. You get to live a good life. And you're not beat down for one or two mistakes or, or whatever you did. Whatever the case is, you're still able to live. Just like I said yesterday, you're still able to get up every single day because of this thing called grace. Okay? And, um... I had this thing in my guest room that I wanted to to share because it's honestly something that's that's true, is that the will of God will never take you where the grace of God will not protect you. And so if it's in the will of God to get you there, it's the grace of God that will protect you while you're in the midst of that storm. And so I know I'm in the midst of a storm right now. I know that dating prospects are low. Um, I know that... You know, it's a, it's a couple of things as a black woman I made hard for myself, and I'm going to list them, okay? For one, I'm plus size. Even though I'm losing weight and I've done really, really well with it, um, I'm still considered plus size, okay? So there's only a certain demographic of black men that will be attracted to me. That's number one. Number two, I am celibate, okay? Um, so aside from me being plus size and men having fetishes just about your breast, your hips, or your butt... They can fetishize all day, but they ain't touching nothing. You know what I'm saying? So that just throws me out, okay? So then there's the fact that um, there's the fact that I'm a single mom. There are a lot of men that do not date women who have children. Um, and they feel like women who have children have low value or no value. So that throws me out. Um, I have 
locks. I have sister locks in my hair. There are a lot of black men who do not like natural hairstyles, locks, braids, nothing unless your hair is straight, long, exotic looking and down your back. And I'm not that person. Now my locks are a pretty good length. They're beautiful. They're thriving. Um, but I'm just not going to be the, uh, the, uh, I'm not going to be the catch for that group. I'm not. So I know, and I knew going into my lock journey, going into my celibacy journey, even knowing that I was overweight, but still working on myself, I knew that I was not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And it at first was like, well, I might not ever get married. But then I thought about it and I said, you know what? This is probably the best place to be because you're pretty much taking yourself out of a lot of pots where you could be with people that just don't value you and would not appreciate you. You know, you may be in a small, you know, little pot of people, you know, whereas like this, um, whereas it's 85% of women in this big pot over here, it's only 5% of women over here in your little pot, you know, um, aside from everyone else in that huge pot, there's a little tiny pot off to the side, you know, that's about 5%. That's where you are. But the good thing about it is the 5% of men who will look into that pot are generally good men. (laughs) Okay. Men who, um, are going to be attracted to you are going to love your hair because it's all yours down your back and it's all yours um who are going to find you sexy who are going to be proud of the fact that you you know set out to do the things that you do because that's another thing i am not an alpha female because i don't like being totally in control to be honest with you but a lot of men from the outside you know from the inside for well from the outside looking in outside looking in was consider me an alpha female because i'm a homeowner I make a ex, you know, a certain amount of money a year, and that to them is a, a big no. And again, I had to think to myself: Do I want to be in that pot? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Um, I have a brain and I use it. Um, not saying that women that don't, um, you know, um, work or whatever don't use their brain. It's just that I decided to to be my own and to to own my own and to walk in my own purpose. And um, that's a little bit different, you know. Again, that's that 5% pot. You know, I've cut myself out of the 80, 95%, actually the 95%. And I put myself in a little 5%, you know, box to where it's going to be hard for me. It's going to be very hard for me. But I've realized over time that although it seems as though I've made it hard for myself, I've actually done what a lot of women have not considered as a good thing. And that is that whomever comes along who dips in that bucket, he's honestly somebody that's nine times out of ten quality. He didn't have all these, you know, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't deal with this. I don't deal with that. Um, Like I said last night about Kevin Samuels. The guys that will dip in that 5% are not on the surface. They're more so concerned about your deep roots. Yes, I'm a beautiful woman. Yes, I'm fine now. And I'm still tightening up, okay? And I like to be spicy and sexy, but not too overly out there. But I carry myself well. 
And I feel like I make my man proud, okay? I feel like I'm the type of girl, the Roni, that will make my daddy proud. I will make my man proud. Um, I don't feel like he would ever have a problem seeing me out in public. You know what I'm saying? Or being out in public with me because he know I'm addressed the part, you know? He knows I'm a lady, definitely a lady in the streets. And he knows what I can do with it in them sheets later. But the the thing is, is that there's a great divide. Like it's, it's, it's the fact that I'm not for everybody that's in that 95%. And because I've cut myself out of that group, I feel like I'm only dealing with people who have deeper roots. And so... I'm good. I'm good. And I'm, I'm happy about that because I realize that at this point, that's what I need. I don't need to just be associated with any and everybody. I needed to be in a group or be in association with people that have deeper roots and people that have a, group, a, a greater appreciation for who I am and what I stand for. And um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it and um I'm just I'm just so just full right now because so many things are coming into play um uh, this week, this in this month, this year. And um I just feel like this is God just saying, Kia, I'm gonna finish this thing that I started in you. I'm gonna finish this thing. I started this in you. Um I've been I honestly can say I've been a good student. You know, a lot of times I can't say, I couldn't say that, but I've been a good student. I've been obedient. I've been listening. And anytime I gotten a little bit off and thought, like I said, with the dating app, I, I was always re-guided back to where I needed to be. I had to have that talk, you know, that self, that little um, self-evaluation or reflection and say, you know, last night when I was getting my hair retired, I got home after I talked to the lady that did my hair I realized, I said, Kia, this ain't for you. Like, these dating apps and stuff are not for you. You're not someone that's going to be successful in that because you have deeper roots. You have much deeper roots. And the guys that are on there are only on the surface. They're only going to go but so deep. And it's just not for me. It's not for me. Like I said yesterday or last night is that um, I, I'm not doing all this work to backtrack, <laughs> to backtrack and be in a place where I was. You know what I'm saying? Years prior, I'm doing the work so I can move forward. I'm, I'm doing the work so I can move forward. It's not to backtrack. And so I'm so happy that, you know, God used her to remind me, this is not what I asked you to do. Remember your purpose. Remember that I need you to trust me, you know, and and that is hard. Let me tell you why. It is hard to trust God when you don't see what it is you want right away. Okay. It is hard. It is hard because I know I'm in that 5% bucket. (laughs) I know I'm not that 95%. I know good and well, it's going to be hard for me. I'm not posting booty pics. I'm not, you know, thrilled about inboxes that are too sexual. Um, I'm not just trying to find somebody to just be with. I know that it's hard for me, okay? Straight up, it's going to be hard for me. 
It has been, it is, and I know moving forward, it's not going to be a, a real easy road with that 95%. I can guarantee you the barrier is there. The third eye has been open. I can see who they are. But I can guarantee you this. For the 5% that's in the bucket and the mindset that I'm in, that's developing the deeper roots, I don't feel like it would be hard in the beginning. I don't feel like it would be so like difficult to to be around somebody where you have an honest, true interest um, and true likes. Um, I feel like there may be a little bit of skepticism because, you know, I'm, I'm a woman. I've been through some things and um, I have experienced some losses here or there. And so, yeah, I might be a little bit skeptical, but I will say this. I am ready for love, but only for the right person. And so I know that God will never introduce me or put me in a place with someone that he never intended. You know what I'm saying? For us to to be together in a good place. Um I feel like our, our 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 paths will cross at the right time and in the right place. And um that's what I'm I'm riding on. Like I said, it's not easy, it's hard because that's a promise that's given to you. You ain't seeing it, okay? That takes faith. That takes faith. Because I have never seen this man. This Kiki Palm, I have never seen this man. If I saw him, I would never know who he was. I would not know who he was. I've never seen him. I don't know him. Again, I've never seen this man, okay? I have never seen this man. And, um, yeah, I have never seen this man. So, it's not the easiest for me to to have this level of faith not knowing. It's not. It's, it's not easy having this level of faith and not knowing. It's quite um, hard for me. It is. It's quite hard for me. Um, because I haven't um, seen him. I, I have not met this man. And um, again, I know I'm in that 5% bucket. I know that. I know that. And um, there are questions where I say to myself, if I were to lose another 70 pounds, would I be out of the 5% bucket? No. <laughs> no. Because you have deeper roots. You're not just what you know a man wants to see on the surface. You can lose. I can lose another. And my goal is to lose another 50 pounds. And my, my overall goal for that is really more of a, another 70 because I want to get my BMI to a safer weight. Um, I was, you know, in school and just reading about metabolic syndromes and the different things that can occur. And I already had one of the risk factors in having hypertension and I'm obese. My BMI is high. So I definitely want to lessen my risk factors for anything else. So I have to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's not one of those things where, well, I guess, you know, I might attract more men. Nah, I have to do it if I want to live. <laughs> okay. If I want to live, if I want to live a good long life, you know, 
I can't tell you what tomorrow brings, but I need to work on, you know, me and, you know, put forth the effort, you know what I'm saying? To live a longer life. And, um, yeah, I can't, um, do this with, um, this excess weight. And so when I looked at it, when I looked at it, I said, the excess weight has to go. I have to be healthier. And, um, yeah. So I know for a fact that my reasoning is not just on the surface. I know it's deep. I found that it's a lot deeper because I understand that, hey, I really do like working out. I I honestly think I would probably love living a more fit life Um, and just being more active, being able to hike and run and, and just walk and do everything I like doing out every day with my kids. We enjoy it to be more active and I would enjoy it. I just don't want to be in a place where the weight gain gets you to a place where you're sedentary, you're not able to do much. And I was at that place, so I don't want to be there. So it's it's a huge thing for me. <laughs> so again, I know that if I lose 10 more pounds or 20 more pounds or 30 more pounds, I'm closer to getting into the surface area of the 95%. But I still have locks, I'm still celibate, and I still have deeper roots. So I'm still in that 5%. <laughs> So I I know that, again, I'm not for everybody. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. There are going to be a lot of guys who are going to look at me and not like me for the surface. And then there are going to be a lot of guys that are not going to like me because they just can't get what they want out of me. Um, And I'm okay with that. I'm okay letting them go to that other 95%. I'm okay with that. Um, because I'm, I'm, I'm past what they have to offer right now. I'm past, I'm like, okay, okay, fine. You know, it's one of those things where you just kind of like pass it all up. Like, okay, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, don't want you either. Thank you. Um, I'm at that point to where I'm, I'm okay being in that 5%. It's a good place to be. And I just thank God because, um, again, <laughs> I wasn't here 10, 15 years ago. I I was very much so in that 10 to 15%, not 10 to 15. I was very much so in that 95% and I desired to be in the 5%, but I just never did it because I knew that my prospects would be low. And when I finally decided to do it, it's, it's very hard because, um, Like I said, it's not easy. You know, guys can be, uh, a lot of these guys can be very, very judgmental, very, very harsh if you are just not what they feel you should be. And um, that's why you got to have them them deep roots. You got to have a strong foundation. You better know who you are and whose you are. Because when they come at you and start talking down to you and telling you what you're not and what you ain't going to have and what you're not going to be, and nobody ain't going to want you. I've had plenty of guys recently say that to me. Within the last two, I would say three years. Um, and that was just in reference to my celibacy and my weight. That they didn't like me because I wasn't what they wanted me to be. Um, and the first thing that a man who is very surface driven goes to is what's on the surface. They're going to either call you ugly, fat, 
um, they can't call you stupid because if they see you walking and working in your purpose, they can't really call you stupid. But what they will do to make you feel bad is they'll tell you that nobody's going to marry you because you got that job and you make money. You think, don't a man want that? Don't a man want somebody already got stuff? They want somebody can build with. So now it's like, well, you know, you can't call me stupid, but you're going to make me feel bad for what I've been working to get. So it's one of those things where I learned that one. And when it when it kind of went in on me with that one, I was like, okay, 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 okay. I see what you, I see. Let's go get your pacifier, okay? Let's go get your pacifier because I see you mad now. You're real mad. Let's go get your pacifier, you know? Get you some milk going in the corner and hush. So, again, I'm past that phase where I entertained that. And that's why I said I, I, I have no problem being in that little 5% bucket because I seriously am past the foolery in the 95%. And um, I'm just not willing to be there. This is another part of that is because I have not seen this person. I have not seen this man. Again, I have not seen him. Never heard of him. Never seen this man. Um, does that make me feel in a lot of ways that is? He does not exist, and that is not going to happen. Yes, I will be honest. Have I felt like maybe I'm maybe pushing, you know, 50, 60, 70 by myself, you know, as far as not being in a marriage or relationship? I have thought about that, and I prepare for it. I prepare to live a good life. I prepare to live out my goals, work hard, you know, while I can, you know, work um, but I, I, I plan to work and, and to, to start businesses and to open up different pathways that will give me um, more to do, to give back and to be involved in the community. Um, a type of selfless love for others. Um, I plan to take more trips with my kids as, we, as they get older so we can see the world together. Um, I plan to strengthen my bonds with women. Um, good girlfriend crews are good because there are always women going through a divorce or a situation where they, you know, are available to travel and go do things. And I felt like, hey, even my married friends may be able to go on girls trips here and there. So I said, you know, that's something that I'm, I'm, I'm definitely down to do. And I'm definitely down to better myself, continue my journey to look my best, to feel my best, um, and to be my best. And um, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it because God did not bring me to this point in my life for me to be sad, to be down, and to be in despair because a person isn't here. I have God, and I have God alone. That is enough. He is sufficient. And um, I had to learn that. I had to learn. And I still have to remind myself of that. I have to remind myself of that. When I deleted the app and just totally um, decided to delete my subscription to that dating site, I just couldn't do it anymore. I said, I just can't. I can't. I don't see this man. I don't know who he is or if he's honestly coming. But I just know that the God I serve is not one that would ever lie. 
I know that he's not lying to me. I know that things just have to be aligned and in the right place at the right time. I know I'm pushing 40. I don't plan to have any more children. Um, But I plan to be in the best shape of my life. I plan to be living my best life. And um, I plan to just, you know, be that girl that just went for it all and got it. And um, that's where I am in my life. I'm going, I'm there, I'm getting there. And I just don't plan to live in despair just because a person does not exist. I just can't. I'm not going to go back in that 95% just to see if somebody will accept me when God already has. Remember, I talked about the grace of God last night. How can you ever feel that you need somebody to rip you apart like a Kevin Samuels or um, any of the manology groups or any of the feminists who rip men apart on a daily, calling them dusties? How can either side, how can a man or a woman feel that you need somebody to rip you apart on a daily when God is here? And see, he sees all your flaws. He know all of your bad points. He know just how stupid you can be sometimes. And he still loves you, still provides for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is no way I want to go back in that 95% and deal with that crap when I know that I serve a God and I'm a daughter of a king who provides for me daily, who orders my steps, who takes care of me on a regular. Why would I want to live in a state of fear, in a place where I'm constantly thinking to myself, well, he might not like me and he might not like me and he doesn't like me. Why would I want to stay there? Why do I want to be in that place? That's something that I had to think about. It's definitely not for me. And that's why that 5% box is a place that I'm willing to be. I, um, I pray that this, I, this conversation, the true conversation about where I am right now at 39, is one that you can honestly have with yourself one day, <laughs> you know? Um, be honest and open with yourself. Where are you? Where do you want to be? Telling you have to make some tough decisions. It's some real tough decisions. I had to make some tough decisions, like I said. Um, I could very well be in that five percent, but I choose in that ninety-five percent, but I choose not to be. I choose to stay in my five percent bucket because I feel like whoever comes over there, whoever shops over over there, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and I'm gonna give you a visual, and not to knock anybody who shops at these places because I shop everywhere, okay? But it's like having a Saks Fifth Avenue, Bergdorf, Nima Marcus, Bloomingdale's, you know, type, Nordstrom type, um, you know, taste. But you're constantly going and looking for the stuff that you, you know, see there at the flea market or in Chinatown. You know, you're going to get the knockoff Gucci and and Louis Vuitton bags, you know, the knockoff Chanel's and you're constantly looking, but they're, you know, they have the look, but they just don't have the quality, you know? And, um, it's just not the real thing. It just has what you need on the surface. It just has the, you know, it may look like it (laughs) on the surface, but it's just not the real thing. I choose to deal with the real thing. Okay. 
I choose to only stay in that bucket with the real things. Because I know that the guys that come to that 5% bucket are more than likely the real thing. Okay? Will some of them 95% booty heads come over and try to and delve in that bucket? Yeah, they will, child. But they ain't going to stay. That's why I said, you know, you easily, you will easily be able to see who they are. Um, whether they're male or female, you'll be able to see. You are easily able to see who people are when you stay in your lane. Um, majority of the people that shop at the Chinatown or the flea market for the Chanel bag, for the Louis Vuitton, for, you know, even the coach or Michael Kors bag, when they're at the the flea market getting that, you know that they basically want the name, but they don't want to get the quality. They just want the look, basically. They want the look. They want the outer appearance that I could afford to have it, but I really can't. You understand what I'm saying? It's a difference in a man who's willing to do the work. There's a price to pay for that. To whom much is given, much is required. And for the man that's in that 5% bucket, like I am, he was willing to give up something. He was willing to give up something. It's the price you, it's the price you pay. You know, in order for me to get the true Gucci, the true Chanel, and I'm just using this as an illustration, the true Gucci and the true Chanel, the true, you know, Fendi, Dior, because I love the Lady Dior bags, um, to get the true quality bag, the true Bottega, um, I have to go over here in this 5% bucket, but it's going to cost me more. Am I willing to pay that price? Or do I want to go over here and still mess with these knockoffs? And so I can honestly say at this point in my life, I could not deal with no more damn knockoffs. (laughs) I can honestly tell you, I do not want to deal with no more knockoffs. I ain't dealing with nobody's sons, sons that still in the corner needing a pacifier that still, you know, have no clue where they are, who they are. I can't do it. I can't, I will not. So... I decided that it's better for me to stay where I am in that 5%, to keep my value, to keep my sanity, to keep my peace, to keep my clarity, to keep my joy, stay where I am and let God lead me. And I hope that God will lead you so that we can all shine bright. Happy birthday to me, and I hope you have a great day.